3: hey guys it's candace and kayla and we are directionally challenged yeah we thought we'd have like most things figured out by the time we were in our 30s but guess what we don't we don't (laughs) and guess
4: what else (gasps) i'm pregnant what (laughs) i'm so excited to finally talk about this you guys we have such a fantastic episode today because we have a fellow pregnant friend joining us claire holt who we know and love and what perfect timing to be doing this because mother's day is coming up and we want to celebrate the the new mamas candace you're a mama and all the mamas that are out there and all the mamas to come I'm now six months along, and that's been a long time to not talk about it, especially because this podcast has been about being open and free and awesome. And obviously, Candace is known and Mel is known, and like our friends have known, but to be able to finally discuss it with you guys means so much to me. It really does. I'm so sick of acting like I'm not pregnant anymore and I want to scream it from the rooftops. Woohoo! <laughs> Let that bump out. Yes, and it is out today. So- So um, finally, I'm showing. Um, And so, without further ado, let's just get into the interview with Claire because it's so awesome. So, um, stay tuned. Here we go
3: hey guys we are back with this mama themed episode <laughs> finally talking about kayla yule's pregnancy
4: Woo! i feel so free that i can actually talk about it now Woo! and i don't want to talk about it with anyone else but our guest today is claire holt Hi! Hi! Hi!
3: you are your winner you do to- uh you like any second yes <laughs> now well, I'm, I'm sitting right across from you so if, if it i was if it ju- i just had
5: this nightmare like oh my gosh what if my water breaks on this couch no <laughs> i I, nice I legitimately couch.
4: thought about that this morning and melissa our producer can deliver babies so no, we are can't. good yes yes we're good yeah she took first responder. We are good to go. Oh, yeah. great.
5: Perfect. Yeah. What do I? I can put the, some like, lavender hospital. misting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll
4: just do the birthing live. Yeah. We'll
3: do- I've got an emotional support animal. I've got an there. emotional support animal. That's Who great. doesn't love a live birth on a white couch? Like, oh, no. For it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe would come home
5: and be like, um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would love it. That's my dream. I was obsessed with pregnancy from a very young age. I was so happy. Well, I was a lot of emotions when Joe and I, when I got pregnant. But you know, we like to say Joe and I, right. like our partners, are obviously <laughs> like part of it. The like they're carrying like, yeah. <laughs>
5: yes, Seriously.
3: <laughs> but when did you find out that you
5: were pregnant? So I had just been to China sh- to shoot a film, and um, I was so exhausted and like really stressed out the whole time I was there. And so I hadn't had a period and it had been like, I guess maybe six weeks. And I was like, I bet it's just my body, whatever, Mm. regulating. And then I went away on vacation and we went to Europe and I drank all the wine and ate all the bread and the (laughs) pasta and all of those delicious things. And then obviously my body was like, cool, we're ready now. There's lots of calories and and you relaxed and you've slept. So I I clearly ovulated when I was uh, on vacation. And then um, the very end of it, so the last week, I started to get really, really, really tired and I was like falling asleep everywhere. We'd come back to America, but we were um, in Nantucket actually with Andrew's family. And Andrew was like, "Um, you normally have a lot of energy. Do you think you should maybe take a pregnancy test? I was like, no no, there's no way. Like my body's all over the place. No shot. And then the next day I fell asleep again, just sitting like in a loud room. He was like, go do it. So I did. And I, I'm, it's so funny. I don't know how you feel about this, but like when Whenever I take a pregnancy test, I'm always like really weird about it and I hide it and I get in the shower and I run away and do something. I don't want to look at it like it's diseased or something, this thing. <laughs> and so I thought I just like threw it down and I jumped in the shower and I got out of the shower and it was clearly positive. And I just was so shocked. I don't know why because, of course, like, of course I could have been pregnant. Um, but, yeah, so it was the like second last day of our vacation, I think, and it was a really nice little – uh Way to wrap up the trip. Wow. Although we were with his family and everyone clearly knew straight away because I stopped drinking and I'd been drinking like <laughs> a fish for the last month. Everyone's like, hmm. So I'll just not like you.
4: Did you guys tell them then? Yeah. And how did you tell them?
5: Um, honestly, they just looked at me funny when I said no wine. And I was like, oh, stop it. <laughs> they just knew. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's totally. So great. Wow. But, yeah, I, I have a hard time keeping a secret from like family and that sort of stuff. So.
4: Well, I had to totally keep a secret for, a, doesn't sound that long, one full night, but it felt like <laughs> so long. Wait, from Tana? Yes, because <gasps> I was feeling the same, really, really tired and a little sick, uh-huh. but not necessarily, I just kind of knew my body was off. And he went to a Ronda Rousey fight with a bunch of his buddies <laughs> <laughs> out one night. And I thought, oh, I'm just gonna do. It. I'm probably not. Same thing. There's no way I am, but I'm just gonna do it just in case. Did the same. Took the test and then walked away and forgot I took the test and was cleaning the house and doing all these things and then came back and was like, oh yeah, I took that test. And I Kate walked into the bathroom and it was positive and I I didn't believe it. I was there's no way. No, there's no way. I'm gonna do another one. There's no way, right? But obviously, when it says positive, you know it's positive, right? Um, and so that night, my sister was in town and I was going to go stay with her and we were going to stay the night together because we don't see each other that often. And it was kind of a special night we had planned. And so the entire and I I swore she was going to look at me and know. And, no. and I kept thinking, OK, this is the biggest acting job I've ever had to do in my entire life. She cannot know before my husband. Her, yeah. She can't know before my husband. And so I just completely acted like I was fine. And my dad is the nicest, most generous wine pourer. And all night when I was at my <laughs> parents' house, gonna stay with my sister, he just kept pouring my wine. And I just kept, quote unquote, going to the bathroom and pouring the nice wine down the sink. <laughs> no. But I didn't, I know, but I didn't know what else to do because I couldn't. They would know, same, they would know if I wasn't drinking wine. And so that um, day, long story short, it was around um, Thanksgiving. And so we always go buy these Christmas ornaments um, every year. And so I decided to buy like a special ornament for Tanner and I and hide it. And so I came home. Tanner came home from the fight. The next day I came home from my sister and I was like, hey, you want to see the ornaments I got? And I'm sure inside he's rolling his eyes like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see these and sat down and then the last one I was like close your eyes and it was the test and he (gasps) did not believe me so it was really fun to surprise him and then we ended up hosting thanksgiving and all my family and his family was there and then um both families are religious so we said a prayer before we ate and in the prayer tanner was like oh and um bless our new addition to the
3: family and of course everyone just like started screaming screaming and got up
5: so it was really fun that's amazing I love that
3: now if you guys are comfortable with this I I know that obviously we all like to think that we're all going to like blink our eyes and be pregnant immediately Mm -hmm. when we go to start having a baby and we're we're women in our 30s and we're all working women women so we've thought about it for a long time of like trying to time it out right and I know you both had different experiences getting pregnant and Mm -hmm. Claire you were vocal about yours online for sure is that something yeah, you're comfortable
5: with? Is that I think it's so important to talk about these things and to share that sort of stuff, at least for me, um, because it, I, I was under the impression that getting pregnant was easy and that things were just going to happen the way that I had planned and that I would never have to deal with any of the struggles that a lot of women face, and that just wasn't my story. Um, so I had been pregnant once before, this little guy, um, and I suffered a miscarriage almost 12 weeks pregnant and it was the hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my whole life. Um, I, I was very fortunate that I got pregnant quickly the first time. Um, I think we'd tried for two months and it was the second cycle. Um, and then we went to the doctor at sort of six weeks early. I wasn't quite sure cause my cycles had been irregular, but six weeks and got a heartbeat and everything looked great. Wow. Um, and we were so, so excited. So we told our families really early and I we actually told a few friends too, um, because I had no reason to believe that something bad would happen. And then we went back again. We actually, so we went to a different doctor at around seven weeks because no, eight weeks, I'm sorry, eight weeks because my original gynecologist didn't deliver babies. So she did the first scan. She told us there was a heartbeat. It was really a beautiful moment you know, we filmed it and sent it to our family. And then at eight weeks, um, I found this new doctor and I remember walking into this office and felt a bit like a baby factory to me. There were just so many women in there and all different stages of pregnancy. And you had to go into this tiny room and give a sample and stand on the scale. And I just felt really overwhelmed. And, um, it was my first time with a male doctor, which I, you know, they are amazing for some people, but I was quite nervous, um, about it. And, we went into the room to have the ultrasound, and he came in and said, hmm, baby's kind of small, could go either way, don't put it on facebook and that's what,
4: that's what he said, and that was how he told you yeah like
5: in, and I don't think he you know in hindsight, I'm sure he's an amazing doctor people love him and um but for my for me that just like crushed me yeah. because I had no reason we had no reason to believe that anything was wrong at that point it was measuring like a couple of days behind eight weeks or whatever um but you know so many people had said to me oh my baby measured a week behind or this was fine you know it's like such a sliding scale because you never truly know sometimes what date you conceived what date it implanted so don't worry about it anyway I ended up going back to my original doctor the gynecologist and she was like come in we'll do another scan um, don't stress too much. It's, this happens all the time. So we went back to her maybe five days later, the the worst long weekend of my life (laughs) and, uh, got another heartbeat again and the baby looked okay. Um, it was a couple of days behind, but nothing. She was like, don't stress out about this. I really think it's going to be okay. Um, just try your best to relax and, and come back in a few weeks and we'll do the genetic testing. So this was about nine weeks at this point. And then it was about 11 and a half when we went back to do the genetic testing. And now looking back, I know it's not common to have an ultrasound at that test. You just, they just draw the blood and then you wait for the results. But she did another ultrasound probably because we'd had that experience. And straight away there was no heartbeat. And I could tell because the, you see the flickering when you go in and that's what they tell you to look for. And it was my husband's birthday. <laughs> which was oh, so God. awful. I thought I was going to give him a really nice surprise for his birthday and we were going to see the baby and and it just was, I felt sick. And I remember saying to her, um, please, please, can you turn the sound on? I just need to hear. And she was like, this is really difficult for some people. It doesn't look like there's going to be a, a sound there. I, and I was like, I need to hear that for me. And so she turned the sound and obviously there was no like beating. And so uh, – It was I was just completely in shock and devastated, obviously. And thankfully my beautiful husband was there and I just bawled my eyes out in the room for 20 minutes and they drew my blood to take some tests. And then um she asked me, did I want to have a DNC or did I want to um try and miscarry naturally? Cause it was a miscarriage. So I had no signs of it. I didn't have any bleeding or cramping. And for me personally, um, I felt like the DNC was the best option because I didn't think I'd be able to wait and just let nature take its course. And sometimes even if that happens, um, the, all of the tissue doesn't pass and you have to go in and have a DNC anyway.
3: So, And for our listeners, there there are natural ways where you kind of take a pill or some sort of medication yeah. and you, or you just wait it out and you let the... The fetus, the tissue pass naturally, and a right. DNC is when you, you are put under for the most part. A doctor goes in to make sure that all of everything's removed so that it to d- decrease the amount of um, time for infection to set sure. Yeah,
5: and you know, there are risks with both. Um, but thankfully, I had a, a really positive experience, if you can call it that, with the DNC, it was very smooth. Um, I didn't have a lot of bleeding or pain afterwards and my body, um, kind of regulated within five or so weeks, which was quite quick, but it was that period, um, (laughs) from when I had the DNC to when I did get my period was the roughest five weeks of my whole life. Mm -hmm. I think I just had, there was such a severe hormone drop and, um, I couldn't get out of bed and I didn't want to talk to anyone. And all of my family was in town for my sister. My sister had this, um, her and her husband eloped and then had a wedding party. So they were all in town for the party. And I just couldn't even like open my bedroom door to talk to anyone. And it, started to sort of get a little easier, maybe around three or four weeks after. And then when I did get my period again, it felt like this cloud had lifted. So I know that there was um, a hormonal component, obviously, Um, but it was still really tough. And it took me until I got pregnant again, actually to really feel ready to be pregnant. Um, I know some people feel better starting straight away and trying to conceive straight away. And I know that that was what my husband really wanted, but it just, what I couldn't do it. I wasn't ready. I needed to sort of get myself back a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, and detach from the idea of that baby and that pregnancy and be okay to move forward with another one. And, uh, The beautiful thing is five months later, I got pregnant with this little guy and now
3: he's coming any minute. So (laughs) do you feel like at this point talking with other women, did you realize like, oh my gosh, this, a lot of women have experienced miscarriage before and women just don't talk about it. Did that play into your choice of wanting to put it on on Instagram? I'm assuming.
5: Absolutely. And it was because, um, after it happened to me, I was desperate to, to find someone who could tell me that what I was feeling was normal Mm -hmm. and that I wasn't crazy and, even though I never met this little soul or being or whatever it was at that point, it could still be as painful as if I had known the baby and, or known this person my whole life. And cause I hadn't experienced such a deep pain that wasn't connected to a loss of someone very, very close to me that I'd known for so many years. I kept saying to myself, like, why are you so sad? It, it was just 12 weeks. I don't, you know, And I couldn't understand it. And so going online and searching for people who were, open about it and and shared those feelings and said this is normal this is how i felt um you know i couldn't get out of bed either but it it does lift and it does pass and that's not to trivialize what you've been through or or what you're feeling but it it does get easier hey guys we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back in just a minute (laughs)
3: and we're back. Did you get to a point where you're like, "Oh, this was there was this had nothing to do with me." Yes. I feel like that's the hardest thing for women to understand when it comes to miscarriage is that there like it's not the your fault. biological elements in play there and it's not it's not like, "Well, if I would have walked down the stairs backwards instead of walked down the stairs forwards that I'm sure you go through so many what ifs though. You know,
5: it was it the glass of wine that I had before I knew I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Was it because I went for a run and I got my heart rate up too high and it overheated the baby? Was it because my body just can't do it? That was something that was really difficult for me. Like um, maybe I'm not meant to do this. Maybe I'm broken. And I felt such guilt. And I, you know, my husband was so incredibly beautiful throughout the whole process and I never would have survived it without him. I don't think, Mm. but I felt bad that I'd done this to him Mm -hmm. and that I had taken away his baby. And that was just such an awful feeling that I didn't ever expect to feel. And so going online and, and learning that that was common and learning that it, 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 there's nothing that I did that caused it. For our listeners in
4: case there's someone that is really relating to this
5: right now, what website, or is there a specific place you found solace? There was a, um, a blog post by, Leandra Cohen. Is that her name? From um, Man Repella? Um, let me, and we can include this we'll in the put, yeah, we can. Yes. Put it in. Hang on. I'm going to tell you uh, right now. So uh, yeah. Yeah. That's her name. Um, and Leandra Cohen, yes. Man Repella, Man Okay. And she is this amazing blogger and, um, t- has this great style website and is really funny. And, but, I found a a blog post of hers about a miscarriage she'd experienced and her struggles with infertility. And it just struck every single chord with me. And everything she said was like, oh my gosh, I feel that way too. And it really helped me to just understand what I was feeling and... I felt this community around it because I then went and read all the comments and all of the comments were the same. I felt this way. This is what happened to me. I felt such guilt. I felt such shame. Thank you for sharing. And I realised if that, reading that had met, had such a profound effect on me, I had to try and do the same for someone mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. Um, because without that community and without that network and without knowing that what I was feeling was normal, I I don't know that I would have done well at coping. I I don't know that, um, I think the process must have been, might have been far longer for me if I hadn't really
3: um, done the deep dive on the internet. So I think- And and had that space that other women had created by coming forward and saying, hey guys, this happened and this is what I'm feeling and this is all normal.
5: Mm -hmm. And I think it's difficult, like you can read, books on it and and you can talk to people doctors and but it is difficult to get advice from someone who hasn't been through it yeah and, and i think that's like everything in women's issues and especially in politics when men try and tell us what to do with our bodies uh it, it, when someone doesn't know what it feels like and hasn't been in it uh it's it's just really hard to relate to them or, or to feel like they can relate to mm-hmm. you and and so um when there's a community around you that knows what it feels like and is vocal about it and open, it makes the world of difference.
4: I commend you so much for sharing your story because you Thank have you. a huge following and that is such, a, you knew the second went out there that like anything, there's going to be impact positive and negative and all that. So what did you
5: find? Was there a huge community that backed you and a lot of oh, people that amazing. supported you? It was unbelievable. It was maybe the one, one of the most touching um, experiences of my whole life. Because I I remember posting it and I was terrified to post it Mm -hmm. because I didn't know. And I I posted it, I remember, on Oscar Sunday because I was like, you know what? It's going to get buried. And Mm -hmm. maybe some person will see see it and they need to. But everyone else will be really concerned about the Oscars. So, you know, maybe it'll get lost in someone's timeline. Um, And I didn't. And it, I just got this overwhelming response from people um, sharing their story, thanking me for sharing mine, saying I feel the same way, um, men reaching out and saying, my wife experienced this or my sister, um, it, just so many people being so open about what they had been through too. And it created this sort of shared healing, I think, and it was such a beautiful experience for me. And I, I think for others who, who got to see that what they were going through, um, was so normal and, and it was okay to feel that way. And it's okay to talk about it too. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to feel like it's your fault. Uh, you can move through it and acknowledge that it happened to you. and And that's how you heal. I think.
3: And now here we are, yeah, with two mamas on the couch who have been through a first trimester. <laughs>
2: um. Uh, well,
3: let's talk about these pregnancies and 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 the the first trimester. Claire, you didn't know you were hanging out with me in my first trimester I in know. China. <laughs> I was just that asshole sleeping in the corner, uh, being like, "Can someone get me spaghetti? Will you please tell thing. the saltine story? Oh my god! Please. Do you remember this? Maybe you were on the other." side which when so basically we did this uh a comic-con in china it was claire Uh paul myself and a a a whole bunch of other actors and and uh i was pregnant i was very sick um i was also very panicked because i was bleeding a lot i had been in the emergency room in france and then like had to go work in china and was like alone and being like well we'll see how this goes so So i was just very on edge and I couldn't keep anything. Like I wasn't throwing up, but I just didn't want to eat anything. And China, like Chinese food specifically, is very like. There's, it's amazing. I I was so excited to go there to eat everything because I like love trying new food. Could not stomach the smell of anything, of oil the as well, sight of anything. Yeah. And so I, my publicist was there, and I was just like, Sarah, are there crackers? All I need are just like saltines, like. Plain like noodles or like with nothing on them or crackers. And so uh, like an hour later, we're all doing these signings. And then she comes in and she's like, I found two packets of saltines. I was like, Oh my God, God, God bless you. <laughs> so I turn around for like two seconds to like sign a few things and like get a couple more photos to sign. And I look back and Paul had been sitting next to me, Paul Wesley. He had eaten my no. fucking saltines. No, he didn't. Yes. And I <laughs> he stared feels so at him. so bad about this story, by the way. <laughs> stared at him. I said, what did you do? Wait, (laughs) all of them? Yes. And he was like, why? I was hungry. And I was just like, those Did were, you cry? My, yes. I was like <laughs> tears in my eyes. Those were my salt stains. And he was like, God, what's your, cause he always, he tries to eat my food. Like I'm very weird about food already. So he was just like, Oh, typical Candace. And like I literally food. like, could it, like, I was like on the verge of tears, like so upset. Well, he also had no idea. No idea. You were pregnant. And so then by the time, like I told everyone at vampire, like I told him that story oh. and like Phoebe was dying. I she bet. was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. And he was like, I'm. so so sorry. Like, and every time he tried to buy me saltines, apparently he'd just keep them at home and eat them. So I never got my saltines. He tried to buy me sorry saltines. I wonder if people oh, are going to send awful. you saltines now. I'll this. take them. I still love <laughs> them. Really good. Um, so, first trimester, did you guys get sick? Did you guys like just breeze through it? Everyone has a different one. Nope. I did not breeze through it. Uh, I thought I was going to
5: breeze through it. So I had it about a week or two there. At the beginning where I was like, this is great. I'm not sick. I'm going to be one of those women who just gets lucky. My mum never got morning sickness. I'm not going to get it. (laughs) Uh, Cut to like six weeks on the day I woke up and like nausea, vomiting, and I was getting married in two weeks. (gasps) Oh, yeah. And so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Not only can I not drink at my wedding – I think I'm gonna puke the whole time. And so for the like the week and a half leading up to it, I was like, this is terrible. I don't know what to do. I can't do any, all of our families are coming in town. I can't do any of the, the activities and the dinners you get like an adrenaline rush on the day and you manage and you're fine. And it ended up being an awesome day. But I have a a picture of my dad and I on a party bus heading out the night before my dad's got like a tequila and I have a saltine in my mouth. (laughs) Very depressed. Um, But I was really sick. And then we went on our honeymoon And it was towards the end of my first trimester when the hormones were like really raging and I spent the whole time puking. I I didn't go out and do it. We were in Greece at this beautiful like location and we had two, two stops in Greece and my head was just in a toilet bowl the whole time.
4: Oh my gosh.
5: Yeah, it was not fun. That's how you know someone really loves you, though. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's really true. No, he, he, it was it was very brutal. And then, sadly, the day we arrived back in America. It you were fine. Went away. Felt just great. Totally disappeared. Yep. No more morning sickness at all. Wow. I oh. had a salad and I got on the elliptical and was like, oh, that's I'm normal. such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My husband just planned this beautiful vacation. And I, I literally didn't get out of bed. And now, oh anyway um, I was
4: I was definitely sick and I was we were coming to record was it record this podcast or work no, on this you podcast were, yeah, you were gonna come over and hang out uh-huh and I get in the car no one knew that I was pregnant yet and so I was still like I've got this Wait, you know did you not
5: tell anyone until the very end until um
3: I think I told Candace was one of the first people I also I told guessed early by accident she did and <laughs> I like went over to her house and I looked at her and I was like you're being weird you're pregnant and she was like no i'm not and i was like okay i'm sorry that now i feel like an asshole because it's like i know you guys have been trying and well i I'm was hosting friend. thanksgiving for the first time too so uh-huh. i i tried to chalk it off
4: as like no i'm just freaking out because i feel all this stress because both families are coming and i want to do a good job <laughs> meanwhile i'm also on top of that newly pregnant and can't drink and she comes over and is like what do you got let's do you know and i'm like crap so I'm trying to, like, make a faux fake cocktail and, like, pull it off <laughs> as a normal one and, like, drink with her. But, like, it's just hard when it's someone that knows it's you so well, so too. So hard. So she called me out, but then I didn't say anything because also I wasn't sure. I'm like, are we telling people? Because that really, like, my family didn't even know yet. No one knew. And, and so at this point, I, this is past Thanksgiving. And... I'm coming over and we're going to like, um, plan some guests for the podcast and do all this stuff. And I get in my car and I'm going to drive up Laurel Canyon, which for those who don't live in LA, it is very windy and it's a long drive oh. and I pull over and I throw up and I can't do it. I literally am so nauseous. I have to pull my car over on Laurel Canyon and throw about outside the car. Oh. And then I called her and was like, I, I've, i just have to tell you I'm pregnant. I can't come over. I can't even drive right now. And it was everything I can do to get back in the car race back home to just get on the couch and like not leave the bathroom and it was it was horrible and at that point I was like okay I'm legitimately have morning sickness now I'm not gonna I can't pull this off. I can't fight it. And I just need to tell my friends who are close to me. So I have support and stop acting like I can do this all on my own because I can't. And that seems to be a recurring theme that I'm learning and that we've all discussed is that you don't have control anymore of your body. And you're so used to thinking you do have control. And I think that's a good lesson you learn during pregnancy that then parlays into being a mom is yeah. that you just don't have control and you can try your best but guess what sometimes they have other plans.
3: <laughs> My favorite pregnancy meme is from that Tom Hanks movie where like the pirates like come and like take the boat and there's that one guy that got the Oscar nomination he's oh, like I'm not you're I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the captain <laughs> now. I feel like that's pregnancy. It's the, like yeah. this little like being inside you going like, ha, like I'm in charge now. Totally. Yeah, I definitely
4: had a real moment too where I was in the kitchen with Tanner and tears are streaming down my face. And I'm like, I need your help. I don't know what's going on. Like, I I usually feel like I can trust my gut and trust mm-hmm. myself. And I'm realizing how much I rely on that in my everyday. And that has gone out the window during For pregnancy. Sure. I don't know sometimes if I my reaction is normal or if my reaction is hormone
5: infused. <laughs> I just you mean like when time. I cried when my my husband told me i turned on the wrong light switch 2 days ago <laughs> do you think that was normal normal reaction it's a perfect example what it literally like i i was pressing this button and he was like babe i already turned it off and immediately <gasps> And I ran into the living room. I was like, "You take the dog for a walk yourself." I'm like I was on the floor. My AirPods flew out under the couch. I'm like just crying, trying to get my earphones out. From the- He's like, oh, "Let me lift the couch for you." It's. For-. He's, I'm sitting on the floor. He's rubbing my back, like bawling my eyes out over a light switch. And that was when I was like, "You know what? I've got no control of my body anymore. Zero. I don't know what's going on." Now, have
4: you forgotten things? Or can- what Candace asked me in the beginning was, "What did you? What are
5: you going to put in the fridge? Something's going
4: to go in the." fridge at some point that doesn't belong in the fridge oh I'm
5: sure I've I've done like a million things like that in in cupboards or like I've left put milk in like stove drawers (laughs) everything my brain doesn't work yes same so I I had a moment where I
4: could not find my keys legitimately was was going to be so late I looked everywhere everywhere and my keys were in the fridge in the refrigerator that's
5: amazing and I just
4: went I mean, okay, all right. At that point, you just got to laugh about it because I was already so late. And I mean, it's just one of those life things.
5: Your <laughs> brain doesn't work. Like, is that, and then no. does it tr- go translate to postpartum? N- never. Brain? Your
3: brain oh. never works again. Okay, good. Yeah, right. no, we we talked a little bit about pregnancy on the show. And I was saying when I went back to work trying to memorize lines, there was an actor who was, um, joined us for the last season. And they would, if I messed up a line, they would say all my lines to me. No, you're kidding me. Yes. And You're it was the kidding. most and I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> like I'm literally like here <laughs> trying to like I can my brain's not functioning. I was breastfeeding two hours ago. So just give me Wait, a brain. Did you get mum rage? I would have been oh my rageful. God. Yeah. No, I yeah, I got a lot of mom <laughs> rage. It's
4: really weird too because I, before I was pregnant, I heard these stories all the time. And it's so easy to kind of roll your eyes and be like, oh, okay, got it. Yeah. But until you actually experience it and feel the, the distinct change in your mm-hmm. body...
3: There's just nothing else that can explain it. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Did you guys like kind of roll your eyes at women that were like, mm, I'm sick. I'm nauseous. I need ginger chews where you're like, I just oh. didn't get it. Oh, like period cramps. Like, uh, yeah. And I've had, to, I have so much respect
5: for my mother now. Like mm. so much more than I've loved her to death really. But you know, she had four in five years and I used to remember her saying, you know, it was really hard to have four kids in five years. I'm like, Oh, you were fine." you know, come on. It's all right. You had you had some help. You're like we had a great time. (laughs) I was like we were easy kids. (laughs) Let's be honest. Oh my gosh, I have so much respect for her. I cannot. I tell her on a daily basis. I do not know how you had three toddlers and you were walking around pregnant with your fourth just mind-blowing to me and all the women in the world now I, I think is superheroes I cannot believe that women do this regularly it's really true
4: I wish for you know an hour or a day men could like swap bodies so they would know what it feels like because it is like you said it's really hard to relate to something that you've just never experienced yeah and and it's not their fault and it's and not they can our try fault but that's hard just, as they, know, yeah. and be
5: so supportive if they can but yeah. you know the, the thing that got me was when my hubby had a cold like maybe four weeks ago <laughs> He was, he was in bed and he couldn't get up and get his water and he was sweaty. And I just was looking at him like, I'm so sorry for you. This looks terrible. You must be really struggling. And I had to try not to be such a dick, but I I just was like, come on, man. It's funny because Tanner, the other day, my husband
4: was like, um, Oh, I just feel like not fit right now. I haven't (laughs) been, I haven't been making the gym a priority and he, and I looked at him and I was like, really and he's like <laughs> oh sorry it just it, he just didn't they just don't realize, realize. <laughs> totally what he was
3: saying and totally. i'm like here i am like none of my pants fit anymore and you know that kind of thing speaking of pants yes kayla let's talk through your your first purchase of pregnancy pants oh my
4: god i'm obsessed with them and I, but um, i do have to say i finally ordered more but i was under the impression that like oh i'll just buy one pair of pregnancy pants and i'll be fine and no. i mean candace and mel can be testament to i have worn the one, same pair of pregnancy pants over and over and over Le-sharing again pants. to the point where <laughs> i was like i need to i should probably buy a few more pairs of these so i'm not wearing the same <laughs> pair of pants of over and over again but they're incredible they're j brand and i'm obsessed oh, they're because so good. they're good. Normal jeans, and they mm-hmm. just cut the pockets out so and put good. stretch. And I, I'm, uh, I'm such a big fan. They don't last at the end, by the way. And I'm for sure. a while, so you just Kayla- like straight up
5: leggings, <laughs> then.
3: which, which I'm totally fine with. Okay. For a while, Kayla was like, I know, but I like all of my f- clothes still fit. Like the, like I feel like I can just kind of wear my clothes, and then eventually I'll buy things. And I was like. It's time. (laughs) time. Yeah, there was a
4: day when I woke up and legitimately it was like, oh, now nothing fits. And that's the mistake I made was thinking, oh, I'll be fine. And then eventually I'll figure it out. And no, there was a, a day where I needed clothing to wear and literally nothing in my closet fit anymore. And our friend Amanda had the wherewithal over Christmas when she found out I was pregnant to give me a few dresses that were a few sizes bigger. And she was like, one day you'll need these. And I called her that day and was like, you're the best. Because I I would have not had clothes to wear. Unless it was probably leggings. I'm
5: at the point where not even my maternity clothes fit me now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just you like look doing, really cute I today. Know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I, know. I had
3: to go buy myself new shoes because none of my shoes fit me. Which now, is your feet a whole change thing. As well, yeah. what, uh, uh, well you're in your third trimester, right. obviously. And Kayla, you're, you're uh, well, six months tomorrow. Yeah. So you're in I don't your, know your second. If they're swollen or just bigger. I don't know.
5: Like I can't figure it out. Hmm. Did yours
3: get bigger and then go back? Mine were okay. But it, but it's also, you have to remember when you're pregnant, you're going to be, you end up carrying twice as much fluid as right. your body normally does. I mean, and, ha- and that's blood. Just blood mm-hmm. alone So right now You've doubled the amount Of blood flowing In your system Did you know your heart grows Toward By the end of your pregnancy Does? So it can Work harder For your baby oh, Yeah That makes sense On a... Isn't that beautiful yeah, it isn't. I know Like our bodies Are incredible But it is crazy Like Kayla You're right now In your second trimester mm-hmm. And your body's like Officially you, You've felt it changing Absolutely But we're now at a point Where like Other people can see it and Finally and, like, you Finally yes. the bump came out I know I, I want people to
5: see it And and open doors it's for me Oh wait! When when you get to my point, they're like, "Wow, you're about to explode!" (laughs) They like keep space away from you in case the baby pops out. No one's holding a door open; they're just ducking for cover.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. And we're back so Kayla you're about to start birthing classes yes. and baby classes which is overwhelming there's so many options
4: I know it's it's nerve-wracking and especially in Los Angeles I found oh I thought I would just you know yelp a few places and figure it out but oh it's so overwhelming and I think also being a first-time mom and coming to terms with that is already overwhelming so then you add so many choices to the mix and yeah. it just becomes yeah it's 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 a lot.
5: And you don't know necessarily like your birth plan could change over the course of your pregnancy. So you could go in thinking, okay, hypnobirthing is going to be great or the Bradley method because I don't want you to have pain relief. And then you get to me at the end you're like, give me all the drugs and (laughs) cut this guy out (laughs) because I can't take it anymore. Uh, But, yeah, it's it's a lot to try and, you know, also to plan for something, like you said, to plan for a, a birth that you want. So a natural birth or, you know, some kind of a home birth even. And then perhaps it doesn't work out that way. And you're like, oh, but I did all the homework, mm-hmm. did all those classes. Now, do you have a craving? Are you like, did you, yeah. did you
3: have uh, a craving? Red
5: bell peppers, oh,
3: wow, which is so weird.
5: Freshly squeezed orange juice. I think it's got to be vitamin C, right?
3: Yeah. Um,
5: and then just like cake and ice cream mm-hmm. and all of the sweet things. Just can't get enough of it. I mean, I, I make sure that I don't have it on a daily basis because i already have an enormous kid and i'm just like drowning him <laughs> setting him up for obesity later in life have you tr- attempted to bake a red bell pepper cake nope but that's what i'm going to do when i get home <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just curious.
5: <laughs> it might be alright. know. Oh, I think that it'd be horrible sweet when they're roasted. <laughs> yeah, red bell peppers. How are you? mine
4: were scrambled eggs, and still to this day, really? scrambled eggs. Which I have nothing ag- I have nothing against scrambled eggs. I didn't eat them a ton in my life. I mean, I've, I guess I had them as a kid growing up and stuff, but. I mean, to the point where I will be in bed at 1230 and be like, I, I'm g- I need to get
5: up and make some scrambled eggs. That's amazing. Cause there's choline in them and that's so good for their brains. Oh, good. Yeah. They tell you to eat as many eggs as you can during pregnancy. Oh, I have that down. I've got that's that amazing. down. That's
4: amazing. But it's, I think it's protein as well, but well, for yeah, some but reason it's not meat that I'm craving. It's scrambled eggs. So yeah Well that's oh, good so, Hopefully that's she'll a be great Super smarter. craving. Do you guys oh, have
3: uh, Any aversions Like funny enough I'm a meat eater I love mm-hmm. meat And I That I couldn't Look at a steak I remember being in Paris And we ordered It was the beef cheeks yes. That did me in It was the oh, Parisian beef cheeks yeah. At Derriere Which I've since been back And eaten and loved Oh they're phenomenal But so like, you couldn't it, it, Was it also the oh smell Oh my god Yeah I mean if, Did you guys know She was mm-hmm. pregnant in Paris Yeah well she you did We like, were in Paris And drinking, she wasn't drinking wine I know. <laughs> The drinking Yeah I know Now, that's our giveaway. (laughs) Totally. And then toothpaste. Oh my God, brushing my teeth made me really? so nauseous like the uh, like sometimes if I like brush my tongue like I'll have like a flashback to like brushing my teeth while I was pregnant. Uh, I can't do it. Wow. You know, so you just didn't do it for nine months. I did, but it would just be like gagging the whole oh, time. Man. I have disgusting. not had any, any no aversions? aversions not
4: not even with scent because I know <sighs> a lot of pregnant women can't smell certain things but I've
5: been okay so far. We'll see. Mine is, is not like a, a common like this one thing. It'll just, I'll put something in my mouth and all of a sudden be like, and I won't know that that had, that it would be eggs, for example, like maybe a runny egg. Normally it doesn't make me sick, but it just randomly that day, like there'll be things that I can't stomach and smells that I can't stomach. And you know, my dog sometimes she's, <laughs> that's how Andrew's been on poop duty for nine months, which is great. Um, so
4: you are due tomorrow. I know. How I'm, does that
5: yeah, feel? I'm getting induced Wednesday night if he doesn't come before. So
3: I was yeah. going to tell you, there's this restaurant around the corner. It, well, the it's salad, Toluca, like, right? The salad. You guys, you and Andrew should go to this restaurant tonight. And because if you then go into labor, you get to write your name on the board. And we have, and you oh, get to really? go in and Does sign it a work, mock. Uh, we had a friend that did, it's got. It's the castor oil. So for oh, they, our they salad dressing
4: with castor oil. There is a restaurant that has a chicken salad. Is it salad? With it's chicken? not. It, oh, no, I it's don't think it's just a has salad. To. It's
3: just a salad, and it's the dressing. It's the mama dressing because of the castor oil. And so you. You go there to this restaurant. It's in Toluca Lake, and it's infamous for it. And when we were there with a friend of ours, Cami, who was, um, pastor due date, uh-huh. she there were like five pregnant women there. Joe's running joke was he went to go to the bathroom, but every time a new <laughs> pregnant woman would show up, so he'd like let the pregnant woman go oh, first. Oh, so he's oh, back oh, there for oh, like, like half so an so hour waiting. He's like, to like, pee. That salad's not
5: going that yeah.
3: And there's all these like sweet journals that moms write, like moms to be write like little messages to their baby. Oh. And if you go into labor, you get your name on the wall. You do. Yes. i tried
5: all the other things, so I might as well try that. You should. try that. I've done acupuncture. I've done like I walk every day. Some days I'm like six miles in, hobbling, like wow, like, trying to get him to drop. Oh. I've what else have I done? The did dates.
3: You, did you do Oh yeah, one time. One
5: time, it was it was it was almost (laughs) like a car crash or a horror film or something. It just I (laughs) I have never heard someone refer to sex as a car crash. No, normally it's beautiful. My poor husband is going to be like, you called it a car crash? (laughs) What is wrong with you? No, because okay, you can't kiss. So it it because of the balance. and yeah and I like to that's like a a connection and whatever and. Obviously, this is like National Geographic right now, what's going on with the boobs and the
3: thing. So I just was like, okay, don't look. Your skin's new, different colors now. <laughs> I just remember looking at my nipples being like, wow, I do not recognize I you at all. I, it's literally like National Geographic, yeah. looking at my body in the in the mirror. And
5: so I was like, you know what? This is not like, I'm not really feeling myself right now. So I don't think this is going to be one of those moments where I'm like, I got it. I'm hot. <laughs> So yeah, um, it didn't, baby didn't come out. So I was like, you know what, let's just wait till after when, when I'm back to my
3: former self. Yeah. I was like, Joe, there is one other option. And he was like, I love you. You're beautiful. I don't, I just, I don't, Feel comfortable. And I was like, so you true. know what? We've been on date nights where I ate Indian food and still made it happen. Like, yeah. you are going to do this and it's going to be fine. And don't look at me. And don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. I just feel like at
4: nighttime, which is usually when that sort of thing happens, I'm it's already so, so full. No, yeah. it's to um, the point where my belly feels like it's going to explode. Yeah.
5: And yeah. I just
4: am like, you're so like no nothing f- else can fit in no there. No one touch yeah. me. Like, no one, yeah, nothing can't fit. <laughs> it, nothing can fit in there already. It's, it's Definitely so. like
5: an induction method. It's not a pleasurable <laughs> yeah. thing. So we're doing this and we're trying. And when it didn't work, I was like, well, gotta give up. They yeah, also say no a lot of nipple again. play.
3: If you need to like get it that does tra- it? yeah, nipple play. Oh, I know. I I so I, I became obsessed with so, these. Yeah, because they're so sensitive. Right. I became obsessed with all these natural birthing books, and I've tried to push them on Kayla, and she's like, she, "You, I have one Ina, that I've Oh my got, god, yeah. Ina May was like, my, it, and still is like my <laughs> did hero. Did you read? Did you read? That? I read it. Yeah, okay, I love it. And like the moos and like the orgasmic births. I was like, I won't have any of these, but like I love reading the orgasmic
5: about births. I was like, come on. I that know. is that gonna be a real it's, thing? It's weird. Yeah. It's
4: too hippy dippy for me, and it's not even that hippy dippy. I don't know. I don't know. I know. But what that was one of the things
3: that there was like a whole chapter on nipple play. So right. you know you can just be in the doctor's office, just like do do do. <laughs> oh my god! Just sitting on the couch tonight, like yeah. Just just Andrew comes home, you're just rubbing your nipples violently. <laughs> like I'm gonna make this I don't happen. think anything would surprise him now yeah. <laughs> if you do go eat
4: that salad will you let us know
5: yes okay oh, sure. sure. you have I to. really like I've tried the pineapple the dates the evening primrose everything that anyone could possibly suggest to go into labor I've done and every time I'm like this is gonna be it like or I'll feel the cramps or my stomach will start getting tight my back will start hurting I'm like I've done it I'm there I'm ready to go and then it stops and yeah. you know so I've kind of quit now Okay. Well before, cause I do
3: want to talk to you guys about the fourth trimester, which a lot of people don't always talk about, but it's like the six weeks after you give birth. But before we do that, I have some rapid fire questions for right. both of you. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. yes. All right. Rapid fire pregnancy questions. Dun, dun, dun. What do you miss the most on the no food, no drink list? Wine. Sushi. I mean, sushi.
5: Oh, I've had that. Oh <laughs> and I've also had wine actually. No, uh, and people are going to judge and whatever and I made the choices right for me but you know not a lot obviously. No no but- i yeah, had glass. wine. I, I just realized wine. how
4: often I ate sushi and felt like such a healthy um choice and so I've had a little bit of it but I just really miss
5: going So there's on the a time. book that I really loved called Expecting Better that was written by I believe an economist um who took all of the studies on everything and basically just compiled all the information said I'm not a doctor. But here my job is to to look at numbers and statistics. here here are all the studies that have ever been done, all the randomized trials, all the ones that aren't. And here are the results. And I felt a lot better about eating sushi when I read that wow. book because it basically talked about um if you're getting it from a reputable place and it's a uh, um high quality fish. And the the risk is parasites, obviously, mm-hmm. and but it's the same risk you experience not being pregnant, correct? right? And and from what I gather, it's not necessarily harmful to the baby. It's just you get you could potentially get sick, but the uh, DHA levels in fish, so the, like what's great, are really beneficial for their brain. So I, I'm not a doctor, everyone disclaimer, <laughs> I'm not telling you to eat sushi, please don't tweet me and tell me that I'm like giving horrible advice. I'm just saying I read this book and it made me feel better. <laughs> We're really bad at this rapid
3: no, fire no, but okay, this is Also, okay, this is a whole, this is a, uh, a very significant learning part of being a new mom because mm-hmm. anything you say or do, people will have an opinion about them. 100%. So get ready for that right, when you're wait. shopping at the grocery store and someone's like, um, did you know that your baby's touching the handlebar and it's probably dirty, and you're like, "Yeah, guess what? They were licking it two seconds ago." <laughs> but it's quiet, so just deal with it. Leave 100%. me alone. Let me get my let me get my food. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Alcohol. Margaritas. Yeah. Margaritas. Mm, yeah. Oh, definitely like hard alcohol. Tequila. Yeah. Yep. Okay. True or false? I'm way more horny when I'm pregnant. False. false. Really?
5: Yeah. I had a moment in the middle there. It's yeah. the middle that got but me. But that was the point where Andrew was like, "But my child's kicking me," and. <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> so we, yeah. it's been a. I mean, I've definitely continued, but I, I haven't felt any
4: more horny. Gotcha. But it hasn't stopped. The hormones us. haven't. Not yet.
3: I feel like you're well, maybe, right at the spot where it kicks up and off. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. Because it's also that's the thing. It's the men go like I don't know where to put my hands. Uh-huh. Like, I, like do I we We're doing. T- it <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> so far, Tanner has had no problem with that. <laughs>
5: Yeah. But, but I'll keep you
3: both. It's when the wait till he like sees a knee come out and then he's
5: like me mm-hmm.
3: not. Okay. Do you want to know if you poop on the table?
5: <laughs> oh, I've been really going back and forth on this. <laughs>
4: um, Probably. I would want to know. I want to you? know for my story, I, but I, I don't tell think me I
5: after. Tell me I don't No. No, no. I'm terrified of this situation. I know. No. I know. It's gonna happen too. I know it is, because it happens inevitable. for
3: inevitable. It's inevitable. It's there's so. so then many, we already know the answer. Well, not not everybody. Really, but I, oh, a I wonder what the percentage is. I know. I gotta feel like it's like, it's like, like 80, eighty or ninety. I just pulled that number out of my bed. <laughs> um, where is the funniest place your pregnancy hormones has made you cry or yell at someone?
5: The light switch
3: incident That's a good in one. of
5: 2019.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: For the most part, every hormonal like kind of outburst has been at home, but. That's not to say they're not crazy outbursts, but it hasn't been in public yet or anything like that. I think I was crying in my car, but I've for so far been able to keep it kind of Inclosed contained. in your
3: car. Enclosed in my car <laughs> and enclosed in my house, but that's it. Did um, you have any crazy ones? Oh my God. I yelled at so many people at the <laughs> airport. The airport would get me because I traveled. Um, I was All on a the plane time. every two weeks of my pregnancy, which was crazy. <sighs> wow. I do not recommend it. Um, but yeah, I would, if like, anything interrupted or if like the seat, I wanted to change my seat and, or just the dumbest things. I yelled at so many airline people and I never do that. I'm kind of the one being like, you know what? You're the one stressed out today. You Brenda, like you're doing great. And then instead I was just like, Brenda, I want an aisle seat and I want it now. (laughs) Like, yeah. Did you get the aisle seat? No. I mean, yeah, people were, and then also, Hmm. Once I was showing, people were nicer to me on a plane. But then once you have the baby, people are assholes if you're traveling by yourself. I on always plane. remember
4: you saying that people love a pregnant woman, but they don't love a woman with a brand new baby. Yeah. And
3: I've, which is hot. Yeah, yeah. Of
4: course. Yeah. The
3: only people that would stop and help me were other women with kids because they knew because they got <sighs> it. Yeah. It becomes like a, wow, like a, yeah, a tribe. Like a tribe. That makes me yeah.
5: feel sad that
3: people I know. are like
5: not nice to.
3: I think it's turned, honestly, miss. though, it's been shifting. When I'm traveling really? alone with Florence, there's been a lot more people and men, especially helping with like bags and good. stuff like That's that. Good. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like the intimidation of like, oh, she's fumbling with her stroller. I don't know how to stroller works. But like mm. now that there's not as many things, I don't know. But mm. now that I've talked about it more, I feel like there's been like a shift and... In- and
4: I wonder if it's, if it's an age thing too, uh, with your, like Florence
3: is yeah. more capable. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, wh- how many baby names have you been through?
5: Well, I thought I was having a girl at first. Oh yeah. I was certain that I was having a girl actually. So uh, we had one picked out that was definitely the girl name. And then when we found out we were having a boy, that was, it was hard. It was hard to find a boy name. We kind of settled on one right around the middle and we're there still. But, you know, got to wait to meet him, I think. But it's it's been tough.
4: Yeah, we have one that we love, but, but I feel like we've liked it from the beginning and I keep waiting to have other options that no other options are coming yet. So this might be the name, but I also don't want to share it because so many people have opinions about names. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I almost was hesitant when Claire got here. I, I asked her the name question, but I knew what I was asking because everyone for some reason feels entitled to know your baby's name, even though you're not sure yet. And it's really an interesting concept because... A lot of people ask, but then I also don't, I'm scared to, um, tell because I don't want their opinion because people have extreme opinions. And you can also tell
5: even when they're trying not to have an opinion, but they hate it. And they're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. that's a good, yeah. Mm Different.
3: And it always comes down to that asshole in high school. Like someone's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I'm going to name my baby sunshine. And they're like, Oh, I knew a sunshine. (laughs) Right. Back in my high school, it and she a bitch. You know, know
5: what, what
4: I mean? I you know. relate the name to anyone you know that has had that name, and it yeah. does. Everyone
3: has different experiences. So, okay. Belly buddy celebrity that you admire. Because did you guys be, a, have you guys been obsessed with other like celebrities that are pregnant? Yeah, I'm
5: just so. Uh, Jessica Simpson yeah. delivering <laughs> 11 pound baby is. Goals. I mean, she
4: just owns her pregnancy. Unlike any anyone I know. Instagram. Yes.
3: (laughs) I mean, that needs to go in like a museum somewhere. So
5: painful, too. By the way, like even (sighs) the mild swelling that I've had, my it's really hard to walk yeah what a i will champion. say though claire
4: like before you got here i did say aloud to these two i really want to be um own own it like claire does on social media because oh, today you. is the day you posted like the whale oh, you were yeah. like oh whale sighting <laughs> on the beach and it's you <laughs> and i just think you're so funny and witty about it and oh, so it, i'm inspired by that honestly it's it's
5: good to make fun of yourself I think as long as you're not doing it in a way that's like putting yourself down or whatever yeah I just like to you know it's a it's such a weird experience what happens to your body like you might as well laugh about it (laughs) yeah it's so true
3: (laughs) um okay weirdest nesting project
4: Mm. Well, we're at the stage now where we haven't really put the nursery together completely, but it is such an extreme emotion because we've ordered furniture and it hasn't arrived yet. And I have this extreme sense of like it has to be put together. Oh yeah, and my husband's like, okay, but we it's not here yet, so we can't do it, you know. And it's just this crazy nesting feeling. And I also don't want to leave my house. Yeah, I'm at that stage where I'm a hundred percent happy. Being at home with him, doing like, or figuring out the register, doing baby things and feeling productive, but not being out in the world. It's it's a safety thing. I don't know. It's really interesting. And then that's another thing I rolled my eyes at all the time with people. Oh, nesting. Okay. It's a thing. And now, no, it's a thing. No, I'm sorry if I rolled my eyes at you. For sure.
5: And my, about your stage of pregnancy. I was like, I need this nursery done immediately mm-hmm. because I can't. And then obviously all the boxes arrived and I just put them in a room and didn't know what to do with them and just <laughs> stood and stared at them. Um, and but over the course of like three days, I just went crazy and yeah. did it all. But it's that's a thing. I I and like getting the bottles organized and everything ready before and folding the little onesies and washing everything. It just I I had this like phase around probably 34 weeks where I needed everything washed and everything cleaned and everything ready to go and because I thought he was coming early. Ha ha. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Joke's on Joke's you. on me. I'm the captain now. You know,
5: what, you know what doesn't help? When everyone says to you, your baby's going to come early too. Like people would stop me and be like, oh you're not going to the end. No. No, no. You're very low. I can tell. I have a sense about these things. And I'd be like, you think? Okay, great. No, yes. I think you're probably right. I'm just amazed
4: at how much information people are willing to share and yeah. think that they know about pregnancy it's amazing you, totally
5: it's, <laughs> wow okay. i have people yell at me by the way from cars it's happened Stop. four or five times we, in the past week like you're having a boy and he's coming soon <gasps> and i'll be what? like well, i am having a boy and i hope he's coming <laughs> soon <laughs> but what like st- wind down their windows of cars mostly guys too that is, that is wow. so strange, right? That's the
4: pregnancy version of the whistle.
5: Yes. <laughs> oh, that happened and then yes. someone took her back. Oh, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Someone went to, like, wolf whistled me in the car as I was walking, got closer and was like. <whistles> Whoa. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh like the downtrend of the whistle. And then, like, have a nice day, ma'am. I was like, <laughs> What? Oh my God. what? That is so rude to do to me. Do not take that back. Commit to your whistle. <laughs> Wink as well.
3: Also, Tell like, me I look hot. is this the
4: one time in your life where you feel like you could use a
3: whistle? Yeah, like, it I makes know. you feel good. Totally. You want that. Yeah. You're like, sir, do you know how beautiful my breasts are right now? <laughs> <laughs> They've never been this juicy. Let me show you. Let me show you. <laughs> They're very, very veiny. Yeah, yeah anyway, so. <laughs> okay, what is the coolest thing that you guys have experienced so far where you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize my body that you appreciate about pregnancy you're like fuck yeah like women are rad and they're m- moms and hear us roar and like how beautiful and insane are our bodies
4: i mean all of it The kicks, the kicks, amazing! Oh my God! I was just telling them before we started recording this that for the first time she started kicking and it and I felt it and I was able to put my husband's hand on there and he was talking to her and it's funny he swears by this that he was pushing and she'd push back and push and push back and he's like she's communicating with me and so he felt like that was their first interaction together. But to answer your question, Candace, I think the most amazing thing about our bodies is that we can literally do nothing. And this baby grows. So it's not like we have to do anything extraordinary that we just sit here and our body knows exactly what to do. And that is something I'm still coming to terms with is that I could literally just continue to live my life. And then this being knows exactly what to do and will come. Yeah. And I, I, I can't get over that,
5: you know, and that was a really beautiful thing that my car, I was having a chiropractic session, um, around when I was your stage in pregnancy, I think, and I was feeling really down on myself because I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm like so useless. I'm used to working. I'm used to feeling good and energetic and I'm lazy. I'm just so lazy. I just sit around and I do nothing. And he looked at me and he goes, Claire, your body is working harder right now than any man on the planet will ever work in their entire life. Like you are working harder right now. And I sat there and I was like, that's a really beautiful thing. Like even when I feel lazy or I feel like I'm not contributing to the world the way that I want to be or um, I'm not one of those women who's, you know, shooting until like I, you're, blessings to you, I don't know how you do that, <laughs> shooting until 36 weeks pregnant or, you know, I'm still working and I'm still doing something and it's meaningful and so that was a really cool thing for me. That's
4: a, and what a great
3: husband you have to say that. That's it was a my perfect chiropractor.
5: <laughs>
4: what a great chiropractor! Hey, chiropractors
3: feel like husbands towards the end of pregnancy. <laughs> really? You like uh, rub me, please? I know. You're like, <laughs> readjust these hips. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah. I, that's the only time I've been to a chiropractor was at the end of my pregnancy and it was life-changing it really helps it brought released so much of the pain and pressure that was going on mm-hmm. okay so i do want to talk about the fourth trimester because you guys are obviously babies in utero mm-hmm. um but this is such a lovely opportunity especially since claire you will be holding your baby by the end of this week i will i oh, know <sighs> so um let's be honest let's mm-hmm. be real baby's gonna be born It's bliss. It's amazing. But yes, you will be exhausted. You will be questioning every decision that you make. It's so true. The second you're leaving the hospital, you might have moments of like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm a mother now. And then the next moment you're like, why are they letting me leave with this child? I know nothing about what to do when I get home. In those moments, like what advice do you want to give yourself right now? Because right now you're clear-headed you're, you're open, you're, it, it's totally different when like you're working purely on instinct. So what kind of little message do you want to have to I be mean, able to play yourself? back? If
5: people on teen mom can do it, I can do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's I'm just going to tell myself, 16 year olds make this shit work. So yep. no, cause I have those moments all the time. Specifically, we had someone come and help us install the car seat in the car a couple of weeks ago. And he was, both of us couldn't do it. And we were in there and we were trying to like lock the thing in and make sure it was level. This must push. be a thing
4: because so many people have given me numbers of it's really hard. Of help help that will come install this car seat. And I keep saying to myself, I it's a car seat, right? You just click it in. Uh, but okay, no, okay, it's a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's a Rubik's Cube. So So this guy came and he and then he was teaching us how to put the newborn in and where to pull and make sure the straps aren't too tight, but they have to be tight enough that they're, you know, if there's an accident, it keeps them in and don't lift this part until you do. And I just stood there like, I am completely ill-equipped to be a parent. Mm. I cannot do this. I don't, I can't even figure out a freaking car seat. And then I like took a breath and looked at my husband who was feeling the same way. And I was like, like so many people have done this before us and you figure it out and you don't have to be perfect Mm -hmm. and you don't have to do everything right all the time and you're going to make mistakes and the baby's going to cry and there's going to be moments where you think that you're not doing it right and you're a terrible mother, but, you know, I think that's normal and knowing that that's normal and knowing that you'll figure it out and we all, our parents figured it out and our grandparents figured it out. I think that knowing that there's a community around you that feel the same way is I think what's going to help.
4: Same, and that's what I want to tell myself in those moments is, People in the stone age did this without hospitals, without Mm -hmm. medication, without anything. And our race has continued to survive. I can do this. For sure. And and just knowing that we, yeah, not just do it, but thrive.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. So just remember <laughs> this is on You're recording there like lol just so wait. <laughs> when the stress levels rise just listen to this part of the podcast we'll make sure I'll text you exactly the minute or I just call you crying <laughs> or just call me crying yeah, no. um, okay another important thing is that make sure you identify what makes you feel good as as separate yourself from being a mom for a second which you'll never actually be able to do and that's okay but what's something that you love doing like Take pregnancy before you were pregnant. What's something that you love doing that makes you feel good? I've realized exercise is a huge
4: deal for me. me Even during pregnancy, the endorphins, I rely on it. And it's something that afterwards I feel accomplished and I feel good about doing. And that's something that I know is difficult in the fourth trimester to do. But I want to, even if it's just a simple yoga or something, I really want to commit it to myself that I owe it to myself to do that.
5: Just to move. Yeah. I feel that way too. I really want to... Be able to go outside and just walk, mm. just get some fresh air, mm-hmm. and have a minute to myself, and not feel guilty for leaving the baby for thirty minutes, and just taking some time because I know that's difficult, and I know that a lot of people talk about that mum guilt of not wanting to leave their baby with someone. And my other, um, what what is also really important to me is letting my husband do things yes. and and feeling comfortable leaving the baby with my husband and knowing that it will be okay and you can change the diapers and you can give him a bottle and I can leave you and it's going to be fine because I'm sure that there's part of you that thinks most, no one's going to do it like I'm going to do it and it's my baby and I have to take care of him or her. And so I I really want to find the time to allow him to have that experience too.
3: And it goes both ways. I mean, there are some times where you think like, oh my gosh, no, my husband only knows how to do it this way and my partner they're the only ones that know how to wrap the baby in the perfect swaddle mm-hmm. and I can't do it as well as them right and when you realize like oh no 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 which is a really hard parenting lesson is that kind of the hardest part about parenting sometimes is that you each kind of do things differently and one way's not right and one way's not wrong and obviously there are certain like health things or you know but if as long as you are able to discuss it i mean the reality is like sometimes you got to kind of let each other find the way that they relate to the baby and that they parent the baby. And yeah, you know what? They're not going to put on the diaper, the exact same routine way that you do, but that's okay and you're not going to swaddle the baby maybe as tightly or you're going to do it tighter and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Joe gave Tanner really good advice when we first told you guys and he said
4: to Tanner there are going to be things that you're really good at and there's going to be things Kayla's really good at and you just got to find that balance and figure Mm -hmm. out and give each other the chance to be good at the thing you can do and I just that's really resonated with us and we've talked about that a lot.
3: Yeah well I love that that resonated and it's true and so and then it gives you that space that if you go out and have time for your Because you do need it. It's just it's the oxygen mask thing is even more true. You have to take Mm -hmm. care of yourself in order to be there to take care of your baby. And if that means like calling a friend to come over and be like, I need to sleep. I did that in Atlanta. I was so tired one day. I literally called my friends and said, I just need to come over. And within two seconds, I was passed out and they just took over. They knew. Amazing. They knew. Like thank you Vanessa and Eric. Shout, Shout out. out. Um but they literally I woke up and I was like mortified and they're like no, like you needed to sleep. sleep. It's okay. We got her, we got you. Wow. And so it really is finding that community around you. And then also leading into working out and feeling good, I always like to remind women after they have a baby, here's some pregnancy facts. It takes nine months for your body to get this way. Sometimes longer than nine months. I mean, they kind of say ten months. Your uterus begins at the size of a small peach, and it stretches to the size of a watermelon, which is five hundred times its original size. Five hundred. Yep, I can attest to yeah. that. Right <laughs> yeah, and it more takes like a thousand feels like. But. <laughs> it takes six weeks for it to get back down to the peach size, and it will, and it does. But you have to give your body time. Mm-hmm. And I think that we get so caught up as women of being like, look how quickly I bounced mm-hmm. back. But what you're really doing is a disservice to your body because it, it does, it takes it twice as much blood is flowing through your body. Your heart's gro- grown a little bit bigger. Your uterus is 500 times its original size. Yeah. So give your body a break and it will service you. It will do everything you ask of it. Just treat it kindly. Because why would you, if, if you had a, a friend that was like trying to heal from like a traumatic experience you never be like okay you get two weeks and then we're you got it snap back yeah. to it like treat your body like your best friend because it's exactly what you said claire like what your chiropractor said it is working so hard and so the kinder you can be to it i really think it just does you a better service on healing in the long run and like getting back in touch into like okay i'm ready for my genes now
5: you gave me some great advice on that point a couple of weeks ago when we had lunch you were like go and buy yourself a pair of jeans that are like two sizes bigger than your normal size. And then you can feel like you've got jeans on and you're fitting back into them, but you don't have to like squeeze into the ones that you had before or not be able to button them up or you're not stuck still in maternity jeans. So I did that last week. I went and I bought two pairs in two sizes bigger and then a pair in a size bigger. And I know I have like a couple random sizes in my drawer at home and I'm not going to put any, I'm just going to wear whatever jeans feel good and oh, I'm not going to worry about it.
4: That's so being so nice to yourself and that's really what you deserve. That's great advice. Okay. I'm going to follow suit. Yes. Cause
3: it's true. And even with the hormone levels, like your hormones are going to, and it's just being aware and I feel like a lot of it has to do with sleep too. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Use your community. Like th- that's the best gift. You don't need like a leather baby bonnet and like a motorcycle, you know, mm-hmm, you just need, right. you need sleep, honestly, and food. It's true. Like if you want friends to c- use your friends, they're mm-hmm. there and they want to help. Like if you need to sleep, call your friends.
5: What did you do about visitors? Like, did you have a rule about, um, like we're not going to have visitors for the first week or there's going to be a time limit on them because that's the the thing that I'm starting to think about now as I approach that moment, you know, I'm sure there are going to be times where I'm really tired and you know, someone might want to stay for two hours and I'm just exhausted and I need to nap. Did you have like a method or did you and Joe have a plan?
3: We were in Denver. So we did, we had a family and we did have friends come by and you and Amanda flew out, Cam and Amanda flew out uh, three weeks in. Three weeks in. um, Yeah. And everyone just kind of got it. And if they didn't, I felt comfortable being like, well, I'm going upstairs now. <laughs> you know, it's, and Amazing. people for the most part do understand. And the reality right. is like, look, we're not all in our like, we're not 20 figuring this out. And people are like, let's hang and party. Yeah. Like people have, are coming over, either have kids or have an understanding or have nieces and nephews of like, okay, this is a sacred space.
4: And, and if, if they don't, you just say, hey, I'm gonna go head yeah. upstairs. Right. And so feel free And if someone to say says,
3: that. hey, what can I do? And if you're like, honestly, can you go upstairs and grab a stack of diapers? Cause I don't feel like walking upstairs. Or, hey, actually, can you go let the dog out? Or you know what, can you go wash this bottle? People love that. They want oh, to good. help. Because so I'm not good to. at
5: asking people for help. You have so, to, yeah. you
3: have to. And that's, and honestly, I don't think I would have ever been better at it, which i which is women. I think sometimes we're not very good at, um, by nature, but I wouldn't have gotten good at it. Had I not been like working that first year and Joe couldn't oh, be there yeah. all the time mm-hmm. where I literally was saying, I, you know, even when Kayla would come back to film, yeah. I'd be like, Hey, do you want to spend the night? Yeah. Just so I have a, a, a someone a here, buddy, a buddy, a buddy yeah. so I can like pee or shower. Oh, no, I remember I had a hotel and
4: I didn't even stay in it the whole time. And I just stayed with you And I was like Go shower I got Florence And she fell asleep On my chest And like oh. It was just a really Special time And I can't Commend you enough
3: For doing that on your own I don't, I don't know how, you, do how you did that I don't know either I mean you do You're in and survival mode days. That's yeah. for like, long filming days It's not
5: easy days. to film when you're that show is very totally physical healthy. Healthy. Yeah. you do
3: it because you have community built around you and you don't get too scared to ask for help right that's how you do it mm-hmm. that's exactly how you do it you ask your friend to stay with you mm-hmm. so you can sleep you fall asleep on a friend's couch because you you can't stay awake anymore and you say like hey guys I can't go out to dinner tonight but I really need like social engagement yeah. can you guys come here and yeah. I'll order food mm-hmm. you do that yeah. and guess what people are there for you and they get it and, and and that's kind of what you realize, like becoming a parent is like, OK, yeah, like it just your, your priorities shift. But people are there to shift right
4: along with you. I have to say having this conversation with you two has really changed my perspective on pregnancy because I realized I had this epiphany the other day that I'm not enjoying being pregnant. And, and I think a lot of it has had to do with work and I've been having to hide it up to this point. Mm-hmm. And so now being able to. To be free enough to discuss it and talk about it on this podcast and be with you guys, it's made me want to own it more and oh, really embrace that. it and and honor it and you're right, honor my body for everything it's doing, so and it's okay thanks. to not love it
5: that's what I think yeah. I've told myself too I mean definitely trying to embrace it and honor it I've had a hard time, yeah, and I'm not one of those women that had you know is like a hippie in the barefoot in the grass and loves being pregnant uh-huh. i i don't i sh- I struggle with it, okay. but I still um, have so much respect for my body and I still can't believe I'm doing it. And uh, I lie in bed at night and I'm like, wow, I got this far. This is so freaking cool. Um, but I also don't judge myself for saying this sucks. And I don't like that. I can't work out. And I don't like that my body hurts and I miss margaritas (laughs) and and I miss my old self and I miss Mm. my identity. I think it's okay because when you do acknowledge that and you do acknowledge that things change, it's a little easier than trying to fight it all the yeah, time I think it. as well
3: okay and but- that's gonna translate into parenting except you get to drink the margaritas Woo-hoo!
4: yes <laughs> promise me we'll go for margaritas once yes. our babies are here okay good done
3: <laughs> Clara thank you so much oh, for joining for us guys. this was really special it was awesome I loved it we, we can't are- wait to see pictures of your babies. this yes. week.
5: He's Knowing him, he's going to be like, I'm not coming. I don't care if you induce me. I'm staying in there. What's the first thing you're going to do
3: once he's, once he's here? Have a margarita? Yeah,
5: but can you do that at the hospital?
3: No judgment. Not, well, you know what? My birthing center said I could have brought champagne, but I ended up at the hospital and... Yeah, I, there's a lot going on. Bring me champagne I did. Sushi. I drank when I got back home. That was my first meal: was sushi and, sushi and champagne. And you're amazing. And, like, there's a lot of breastfeeding and right. Going that's the on. thing. I'm like, I've got to balance. Yeah, so you know, to feed the
5: child. Mm-hmm. But you and figure my that desire out. to be drunk. Yeah. You figure really that
3: tough. out. <laughs> 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 you start timing it out. You're like, okay, what time is it? Well <laughs> oh, we love you. Thank you for sharing our sto- you your story with us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're so excited for you.